Welcome to Vegas Revealed episode 84. We head to the new Overlook Lounge at Win Las Vegas. The new cocktail menu really has a unique twist, or should we say aroma? Plus, she's a social media sensation, and now Sarah Hester Ross has her very own show in downtown Las Vegas. We have a great chat with the musical comedian. And how much do you spend when you visit Las Vegas? We saw this topic come up this week, and it's worth a conversation. Let's spin that wheel and get right to it. Welcome to episode 84. Dana Roselli here along with Sean McAllister. And we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about today. But we always like to kick off, Sean, with some just some new announcements that come out. It's weekly. There's tons of updates here in Las Vegas, and it's busy as usual. Yeah, uh, Bruno Mars has been selling out his shows over at Park MGM, and uh, he's added more mm-hmm. because the demand is just so huge. I There's a lady who goes to... Uh, our dog park. And I think she has been to see Bruno Mars at least. She's probably going on a dozen times that I know of that she has gone to see Bruno Mars. So his fans, they're insanely devoted to go going to see him live. Yeah. And I can't remember who it was this week told me it's the best show in Vegas. And it yeah. was it was someone who goes to a lot of shows in Las Vegas and covers the scene and we're like really no one puts on a better performance so I've actually never seen him do a full show I've only seen him at the Rock and Rio festival like do a performance uh, but I've never gone to his actual show have you no I haven't yeah and, so and you there's a reason that you don't really see a lot of pictures and videos of his show yeah, because they this is one of the shows where they take your phone and seal it up in like this little sleeping bag so that you can't you don't have access to it when you go inside the theater if you need to make a call if you need to, any emergencies you have to leave the theater and then lock up your phone again before you go back in so now that's interesting this is literally by the way in a complete organic conversation as i'm thinking about it so I haven't gone because maybe I haven't been enticed to go. I haven't seen video clips like I usually see. Now that you're saying that, you're right. I don't really know what a Bruno Mars show looks like. Now, I think that's kind of a cool thing. But then I'm thinking, if I haven't put the energy in to go see him, is it because I haven't seen anything to entice me to go? And it very well could be. But I know from the people who have been there... They say that it is such an incredible experience because nobody is glued to their phone, uh, TikToking or Instagramming or doing Facebook Live. Everybody is just so into being there and into the music. And there's just such a great vibe. People are dancing. People are having a great time. It's a relief. It's a relief. It is. And people are just so connected to what Bruno is doing. And he's an incredible showman. So, you know, it is arguably one of the best live shows that you can see on the Strip. Well, I think we need to get there then at some point and, you know, turn our phones off and enjoy. I went to Chris Rock and it was the same thing. That's the only show I've gone to where they took our phones. But, you know, he's a comedian. So I know they don't like a lot of their material out there and things like that. But I enjoyed it because I just 
sat there and watched. I mean, I don't know why people really video comedians anyway, but okay. (laughs) But the reason we're talking about Bruno is because he's added two new shows, October 1st and October 2nd at the Park Theater over at Park MGM. And and speaking of that, of shows, really quick, I wanted to mention that you and I said we were going to Debbie Gibson and Joey McIntyre at the Venetian, and we went, and because we know Debbie, I feel like we didn't shoot a lot of video there either because we really wanted to take in the performance. We're kind of watching our friend, and that was really good to just be able to kind of pay attention to the show. We did shoot some clips. We have a little bit on our, our TikTok and a little bit on our social media, but that was so much fun to see that show. It really was, and Debbie and Joey, are both just such great people. They're both so sweet. And together on stage, they their show is so fun. It they is. do such a great mix of their own music plus cover songs. And even the covers, like it's music that has a meaning to them. There's a reason that they're doing it. Yeah. And it, it's such a fun show. There's more shows uh, coming up this month in September. Right. So get your tickets. Yeah. It, it's really, really, if you just, it, it's it's great. And they, they have great on stage chemistry. So go check them out. We were there. We went backstage to say hi to Debbie and Joey after, and Perez Hilton was back there too. That's right. Who's been yeah. in town, he said, like for a week or two, going to pop around and see a bunch of different shows. He had his yep. kids in town, and, you know, Perez Hilton, obviously a very infamous blogger. Is that what we'd call it? Infamous? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, people love him and, and people don't love him, but I think he plays off that. He does. Yeah, and we had a good discussion about shows, and we were thinking we got to have Perez on sometime. It's interesting his take, not living here, um, about shows compared to our take. So we'll have to have him on at some point. And then speaking of shows and notable names, Brad Garrett's Comedy Club is a huge thing, and it's over at MGM Grand, but they just put out a little release saying they're going to be moving, which I can only imagine means that the space is going to be better. Yeah, well, I know for the longest time, Brad has... You know, I've known Brad for for years mm-hmm. back when I was, you know, working in TV here in Las Vegas. He was always a guest on our show. We had a great relationship with him. Uh, he would always tease about the fact that MGM stuffed him down in the basement of the MGM Grand. He's like, "Yeah, come and see me in the basement." Well, he's not in the basement anymore. Okay, good. He's moving upstairs. Oh, my goodness. He finally, you know, after putting his foot down after the year we've had, he's like, okay. Yeah, I know. I'm excited for him. He's going to open this new location in November. So they still have shows, I think, in the old location right now. But November 27th, officially, he'll be opening in the district at MGM Grand. And apparently it's an intimate 210-seat comedy club. And, you know, Garrett always, sometimes he makes you know appearances and does stand up sometimes yeah. it's but it's all people and comedians that he recommends and he has a great lineup mm-hmm. I, the the comedians who he brings in to uh, do shows there he hand picks them yeah. so it's not just like a team of people who you know are just kind of overseeing it and Brad doesn't have anything to do with it. No, these are all his comedian friends. So a he great is lineup. Funny. He is hilarious. Like, if you go, like everybody in the audience is fair game. Oh, yeah. D- everybody. You, everybody is fair game. I, I, when I was there, were you with, I don't know if it was one of the openings. It was the, um, what was the Kate plus eight mom? What's her name? Oh, Kate Goslin. She was in the oh, front no. row and he killed her. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I was like, oh my, I saw her in the bathroom after and she was laughing. She was a good sport about it. But I think she, actually, I think it was during the show. I think she 
had to go take a break because she needed to like splash some water on her face. But yeah, he'll get you. He always says at his show that if you're coming in to expect Robert from um, everybody, everybody loves, loves Raymond. Raymond. This is your. This is uh-uh. not it. No, he is not like Robert at all. No. Uh, so again, uh, November twenty seventh, Brad Garrett's Comedy Club opens up in the district over at MGM Grand. And if you're familiar with MGM Grand, that's on the way over to uh, the Grand Garden Arena. Okay, and let's talk food. And I'm going to mention another buffet because our buffet episode did so well. I know people like to know about the buffets. And the Bacchanal Buffet at Caesars Palace, very popular. We've talked about it before. We visited it. But they just put out a release that they are now doing weekend brunch. Which is great because brunch is probably one of the most popular meals of the week. Here in Las Vegas, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think so. It's it's a thing, you know? I think it's a thing in a lot of big cities now, yeah. and we're, we're kind of on board. But um, I wanted to mention the price, because people love to know prices. But listen, dinner at the Bacchanal Buffet is usually seventy four ninety nine, so it's a bit up there. But brunch will be fifty four ninety nine. It's from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it looks like they have a, a nice variety of fresh squeezed juices they have a juice bar they've got everything that you can imagine for brunch yeah they got a bunch of different dishes hot dishes cold dishes but you know it's secure you know i'm curious how many people go to the buffet at caesar's for the smoothie (laughs) well maybe it makes yourself feel better Well, it is right next to the pool, so you need to be thinking, oh, after brunch, am I ready to roll myself out to the pool? Or maybe, you know, if you're hungover, a nice, good, like, healthy smoothie will help revive you to, like, begin your day again or something. Get your vitamins and antioxidants. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But this brings us to a topic that you saw on a Facebook group, Sean, that really kind of made you and I think. And it was a question that was put out there. And it said, how much do you spend when you come to Vegas outside of airfare and hotel? And what a variety of answers that we saw. So we were curious and we thought, okay, for our listeners, put your thinking cap on and maybe write us a note. But we want to know, like, how much do you spend when you come to Vegas? Let's just say, like, for five days. Right. Because it was very, it was really interesting to me to see the responses to this question because Mm -hmm. the responses were so they were all over the place all over there were people who said they would spend you know anywhere from a couple hundred a day on the low end up to you know several thousand a day and for over the course of you know five days up to twenty thousand dollars it's like do like is that really It, it just kind of opened my eyes like man is that really what people are budgeting for their Vegas trip? I mean, sometimes when I look at like some of these nightclubs and day clubs and then shows that cost sometimes, you know, like a minimum of $5,000, I guess so if you're going to do it up. I mean, I think a lot of people come with a group, so they end up, you know, obviously splitting costs. Right. But still, it's pricey to reserve an area get bottle service, um, you know, see your favorite DJ, get a ticket and all those kinds of things. So it could it could add up to 20,000. Well, and then gambling. It's just so interesting to me. I guess the gambling thing does it too because when I I mean we live here, Dana. So it's not like we're planning to spend 5 days only doing things on the strip, eating, gambling, going to right. shows, all that. When I plan a vacation, it's it's not that I'm stingy. 
with spending, but it just doesn't seem like it adds up to the kind of money that you would spend in Las Vegas. I agree. I mean, I've gone to London and spent a couple thousand over four and a half days. That's it. You know, because I kind of budget. I'm talking outside of hotel and airfare. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just food. Yeah. yeah, Like some souvenirs. You want to go see some attractions, things like that. You want to contribute to a dinner and with a group of friends. So, and that's like all the way across, you know, you know, the globe. So, I mean, thinking about coming to Las Vegas and spending $20,000, but it just depends how you do it. I have my my best friend from home's parents come all the time, and they love to do Vegas on the cheap, and they really enjoy themselves. They go to, like, the different kinds of museums that we have here. Like, they love cars and stuff like that. That yeah. the, I think we have the Mustang Museum here or something like yeah, that. The Shelby. The Shelby, yeah. Shelby Museum. So they'll, like, go to the museum. Then they love to do slot machines for a long period of time. So they do their slots, but then they grab a piece of pizza. And then they go people watch at Fremont Street or, you know, they walk around the strip and, you know, grab a drink and then they play some more slots and then they go see a show like the Bronx Wanderers and love it, you know, and they really sometimes actually stay at one of those little like not really a timeshare, but something like that where they have a little kitchen and they buy some stuff. So, I mean, like that's Vegas on the cheap. That is true. And it's a lot to do. It's still fun and it's still different from where they're from. Yeah. But if you do plan on... Spending for every meal and going to shows and, you know, even dinners Mm -hmm. like that can add up quick. That can easily be one hundred fifty bucks a person. Right. If you're you know, if you're getting wine and the steak and the sides and dessert and if you're going all out, you know, it can easily that twenty thousand dollars. You would have no problem having that totally disappear at the end of your trip. No, exactly. If not before. <laughs> exactly. But there was someone that chimed in and said the average is $246 a day, right? I know. I was wondering I was like, where that 246 <laughs> figure came from. I know. From. I mean, listen, you could do it. But, I mean, leave. I mean, don't you feel like sometimes even looking around, like I look at these dinners with all these people, and then I think this is just one little part of their trip. Yes. And then I'm like... And they just order and like, like drinks are pricey here. I mean, there's places you can go and we know all the little secrets and stuff like that. But if you don't, that's why you got to listen to the Vegas Revealed podcast. Um, but I always tell people like it depends what you want. Like if, you know, eat something small, then, you know, grab a drink and then and then get a dinner. But maybe you don't have to like go all out, you know, mm-hmm. kind of separate things along the way. I mean, there's different ways that you can do it to save money. But very interesting topic. We want you to chime in. Send us notes on social media on our Twitter or Instagram um, and let us know or email us at ideas at Vegas revealed.com And we'll read some of them next week. How much do you spend when you come to Vegas? Yeah, it's really interesting. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, one of the new spots that has just opened up here in Las Vegas is the Overlook Lounge over at Wynn Las Vegas. They've totally redone the interior. It used to be known as Parasol Up. Right. So you and I went over there and we're like, oh, well, what could be new, right? But when you walk in, it's got a whole different look. Beautiful, by the way. And the cocktail program is really over the top. I feel like I've had (laughs) a lot of cocktails in Vegas. (laughs) But I really thought that the ones they created for us were so unique and the menu was so different. Yeah, and these cocktails, we spoke with a mixologist who you're going to hear from in just a minute, and she told us that these drinks are designed to kind of awaken your palate. 
So it's great for, you know, stopping by before dinner to really get your taste buds popping before you go and have a great meal. Right, and we took the hotel mixologist aside and said, we got to talk to you about this stuff while we were there on location. So let's send it over to that. I'm two cocktails in, Sean, and already I'm feeling it, but these are delicious. We are at the new Overlook Lounge. It used to be called Parasol Up at the Wynn Las Vegas, and they have rebranded it and changed it up. And what an amazing cocktail program they have. Well, and it's not only a cocktail program. There are aromas that go along with these cocktails, too, and it's unlike anything you will see anywhere else in Las Vegas, really, the world, for that matter. And we've been here a long time. I've never seen a little spritz of perfume go into my drink. So we have Marina Mercerberini with us, who has kind of created all of this. She has made us three cocktails today. They're absolutely delicious. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you. So tell me a little bit about, and I want to call it the perfume, but you explain exactly what it is. It's an aroma. Correct. So I created edible aperitif perfumes um, to go on top of each of the spritz cocktails. Every one of the spritz cocktails is a very glamorous cocktail, and I wanted to do the same in the aroma. So I took four different glamorous locations and encapsulated them in smells. So you have millions of little factor receptors, but thousands of taste buds. You taste predominantly with your nose, and 80% of flavor is through aroma and smell. Um, So I created four perfumes, edible perfumes. There's the Amalfi, which is inspired by um, the Amalfi Coast in Italy. So it's Sicilian citrus, bergamot. There is Morocco, which is um, Bombay chai, uh, Madagascar vanilla, and apricot, um, kind of smelling very reminiscent of the uh, souks in, in Marrakesh. And then there is Paris. Uh, it's a, like um, I took the aromas from a boutique Parisian hotel, so red wine, elderflower. And then last, my favorite, Milan. I took the aromas from Fashion Week. I thought, what does a supermodel smell like? So I thought maybe fancy hair products and perfumes. Um, so I did jasmine, orange blossom. And then I thought maybe a little bit of like a cheeky little cigarette or something. So there's a little bit of a smoke quality to it as well. You put a lot of thought into this. And it all works so well together. This is It truly is like a multi-sensory experience to, to sit down and really experience the cocktails that you've created. And between the cocktail recipes and the aromas that you've created to go along with them, have you just spent like the last year plus in a chemistry lab? <laughs> I'm so... I designed for 31 different venues across property here at the Win and Encore. So I basically like live in a chemistry lab. We have a beverage development kitchen where I'm constantly creating. Um, and since March, I've launched 11 different menus across property. It's incredible. And I love when I look at the menu, there's actually like the perfumes, like you list what they are and what they contain. Yes, I definitely wanted to highlight it because I don't think anyone in the world is doing something similar. Um, So it makes us very special. Also, the cocktails all are kind of oblique references to different glamorous icons in fashion, in film, history, um, even one in Roman mythology. Um, I wanted each one to be a very special experience um, and very multisensory. And I know our listeners that are going to visit Las Vegas and also the ones that live here are listening to this going, we need to stop there for like kind of like a sexy night out and a cocktail. Well, and and what you need to do is order the Clio because it comes with a slice of dragon fruit with some powder on top of it that turns you into a super taster. Explain that, Marina. 
So it is a powder called Electric Dust. It's uh, something I created. It is, I take the Szechuan flower or the buzz button um, and I made it shelf stable. So it's this powder that's a natural alkaloid, speeds up your salivary glands and turns you into a super taster. So as you lick this blue glittery powder, your tongue will start tingle and you start tasting different nuances and flavors and tasting at a higher intensity. It's just a really fun experience. And Sean, you did it. I'm about to do it. What was it like? I mean, it your your tongue tingles, and it really it, it, there's just like this bright feeling that takes over your mouth, and it kind of awakens your whole body too. And it's like, oh, I am ready to taste something. And I took a sip, and the Clio is amazing. And this is your take on the margarita. Correct, and it's it's beautiful and um, very colorful, magenta. It has some dragon fruit in it. Um, just you know, it's it's pure beauty, and then it's also just a really fun experience. Well, before we let you go, talk to people who have visited the Win and they know this is Parasol Up. What has changed? I mean, it seems like there's a new decor, and then obviously we just talked about the cocktail program and what you've done. But you know, it's it's the same place, just different name. Absolutely. I'm Todd Avery Lenahan, our chief creative officer. I love partnering with him. Um, He did rooms like Delilah here on property. Um, This was his vision. And when I saw it, I just wrote one word on a post-it, iconic. And I knew the design was something that was just iconic. So that was the inspiration for the cocktail program. Um, But it's just such a beautiful design with lots of discoverable elements. Every time I come in here, I I notice a new piece of art or the bunny fish sculpture from Italy and just all these really beautiful, artful things. It really is beautiful. And I know Todd, who you're talking about, he's always worked really hard here in making things different and beautiful. That is this big thing. And as I'm looking around, it all makes sense. The decor does tie in with the message in the story that goes with each of these cocktails. So very well thought out, so incredibly well executed. Your hard work has paid off. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We love it. Oh, thanks so much for having, and I can't wait to see everyone here at the Overlook. Yeah, they've done such a great job at the Overlook Lounge, again, over at the Wynn. Uh, we have pictures and video that you'll see on our social media pages. Just look for Vegas Revealed and check out what we experienced at Overlook. Okay, so we're going to go from cocktails to music and comedy. We had a really fun interview with Sarah Hester Ross. She, like, has more than a million followers on TikTok, okay? And she kind of does, like, a little bit of a musical comedy. And rather than us trying to explain what she does, just take a quick listen to what she does. It's Florida Woman Wednesday. You can't make the shit up. On this day, April 21st, a Florida woman was really hungry, but she did not have money to buy some dinner. She saw a man walking out of a Bradenton gas station and had an idea, so she waved to him and walked on over. He was an undercover cop, so it surprised her when she was arrested for offering sex for some chicken nuggets. All right, we are ready for some musical comedy with Sarah Hester Ross. She lives here in Las Vegas. She's got a new show that's kicking off at Notoriety for the month of September. And she also plays piano at the Dueling Piano Bar at Times Square, New York, New York. Hey, Sarah. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Fantastic. And so you kind of mesh music and comedy together. And I feel like... There's an age-old question to ask you. It's like the chicken and the egg. What came first, the music or the comedy? 
music definitely came first uh like organically i guess uh, i grew up in a music home my mom is retired now but she was a elementary school music teacher for 37 years but the comedy also comes naturally not into like work in uh, very later in life so i grew up in music and then comedy kind of like gradually got in there um later in life really when i started doing dueling pianos is where it kind of like peaked his head over so <laughs> well and you have a huge following on tiktok we were just looking at your mm -hmm. tiktok we're recording this on a wednesday and we realize it's florida woman wednesday <laughs> yeah i just posted my my wednesday florida woman today and it was kind of late because i'm uh, a little stressed out because my show is opening tomorrow and i'm very excited about it but i i almost forgot and i haven't been doing it like like steadily since I got my job back at New York, New York, because it's I don't know. Social media is a full time job on its own. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. But um, I'm going to keep doing it as long as people keep watching. But yeah, um, Florida Man Friday and Florida Woman Wednesday has been my uh, very popular videos on <laughs> social media and TikTok. So and where did this fascination with Florida come from i know it's well, crazy and i'm just counting my blessings right now that our show is vegas revealed and not tampa <laughs> revealed because i'd be afraid of what you'd have to say well i'm originally from florida i was born and raised in tampa i lived in orlando for 10 years before i moved here to vegas so florida man is a very popular meme and i i don't know i i've been asked this question so many times like how did you come up with this and it's like i just was trying things out and like putting things out there and whatever stuck, I kept going with. And one day I read a meme um, about Florida man and I thought it was funny. And so I put it to music. I wrote this little jingle to go with it. And uh, it, the rest is history. And I, during the pandemic, I did a Florida man every week for over a year and a half. <laughs> so I've got endless content and like, because there's a Florida man story for every day. And so I have content probably for the next 12 years. That's true. <laughs> Thanks, Florida. I know. Because there's I always know. that little game people play. They say, like, put in your birthday and type in Florida and see what headline comes up. And it's always yeah. something crazy. It, it is crazy. And I was just going to say, what else can we expect from your live show over at Notoriety? Well, it's all original comedy and music. Um, I released a few singles during the pandemic as well, uh, Nobody to Love and Life Goes On. And so those will be in the show as well. Um, it's a three-piece band and myself playing. So all the comedy is music and, and it's all original. So Love it. And it's such a beautiful space, Notoriety. It's a great spot. Oh, it really is. Yeah. Um, I, I've done some of the comedy shows there and uh, it actually worked with me really well because they have a piano on stage there for me i tried to do the comedy uh club scene here for a while but i'm literally bringing baggage with me so i'm bringing a sound equipment and piano because comedy clubs aren't set up for music and stuff like that after a while i'm like why am i doing this this is hard uh and so instead of going to comedy clubs i'm like i just write my own show do it myself <laughs> And, and the the content that you have on stage, do you find that um, Vegas audiences 
respond to it differently than audiences in other cities? Well, um, I can only speak from the dueling piano bars side of it. Uh, this is my first time. Uh, I did this show that I'm doing at the space and I recorded it and I released a live album. It's called, it's all a joke. It's on all uh, streaming platforms. If you want to download it and get it. Um, but so that's the only time I've really done this. I haven't done my show outside of Las Vegas, but in dueling piano bars, which I do my comedy in, um, I don't know. I feel like the people going to dueling piano bars are expecting that kind of talk and adult content. So, um, well, it time only time will tell. And hopefully I'll take this on the road one day. I was thinking about maybe putting together a Florida tour, which would be really fun, but would be, so. be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. The Florida yeah. man tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, my TikTok following is definitely a lot of Floridians, a lot, a lot. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the experiment that I'm doing with this show. People from TikTok have been coming to New York, New York to see me in the dueling bar. Um, unfortunately, it's not my show. You know, I have partners. It's a all request show. It's top 40. So the idea was for me to put this show together and see what kind of draw from social media I can get, because it really is different. Mm -hmm. Like I have a large following on social media, but that might not translate to real life people coming out to Vegas and stuff like that. So it's an experiment, but an experiment I'm very excited about. Are there are there nerves in getting up and, and putting this show on or are you are you ready? Are you ready to just pull the trigger and get up there and start doing your thing? Well, the show aspect is is no nerves whatsoever. My band is amazing. Denny Mishler um, is my guitar player and my musical director and my band is fantastic. Um, I've been working on my material for years, so I'm not worried about the show itself. I am having dreams about walking on stage and nobody being there. So I'm like, you know, yes, there are nerves that people aren't going to show up because it's, uh, you know, a Thursday, it's on Fremont street. You know, I'm, I'm looking at a TikTok following and they're not here in Las Vegas. So yes, of course there are nerves, but you know nothing worth doing is ever simple so i listen i think it's all about you know spreading the word and then you get you know people into the show and they spread yes. the word and it's gonna mm -hmm. grow and i, I yeah. think you're you're gonna be great i mean it's it's something that's different i mean i've lived here for 15 plus years and i've never seen a musical comedy show of you no i haven't no so this is really cool and different oh cool yeah. i love that and i mean i like to say because music and comedy people don't like what does that mean I, so i like to explain it that i am i, I would like to be the next bet midler basically because if you've seen any of her live shows it's mostly comedy even though she's known for her singles and movies and stuff like that so that's the goal of yeah. that yeah. Yeah. that's a that's a that's a good star to shoot for yeah definitely it really one is. of my favorites <laughs> and you're going just through september right and then will it continue if you if it's successful and you feel you want to do it yeah we i've been talking to notoriety about it and if um if it does well then there's a possible extension into the new year so perfect yeah. 
Yeah. So we're excited for you. We're pulling for you. Uh, let Thank people know, you. Let people know where they can find you. Just looking up your name on TikTok and all your social and all that. Yeah, it's really simple. All of my uh, tags and my website is sarahesterross.com. So at Sarah Hester Ross are all my handles. I'm very humble, by the way. Uh, I'm not vain at all. So <laughs> <laughs> just ask me. But yeah, so that's how you can find me everywhere. Perfect. And we have a link to get tickets to your show over at Notoriety down in our show notes. So we encourage everyone to go and see Sarah Hester Ross over at Notoriety for the whole month of September. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Sarah. It is time for some tips here on episode 84. And something we wanted to mention, you know, you hear a lot about uh, Christmas in July. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to do Christmas in September. How about that? <laughs> Good. There is a show uh, that we talked about here on Vegas Revealed back on episode 44. It's called This is Christmas. It was being staged over at the Venetian, but because of all the craziness that was going on in the world, the show never ended up happening. But we just got word that the show is coming back this holiday season, and we cannot wait. It's going to be a great lineup, a great performance. I mean, I think you and I were really taken by, you know, the cast and even like seeing the stage set up and the decorations and the way that they were going to run this show. And we were like, this is going to be a great holiday show. And then we were so bummed that it, you know, didn't come to fruition. And I know that... Everyone that was part of the cast and crew was bummed, too, because they had been deep into rehearsals. So, yeah, we had interviewed uh, Jasmine Trias and Ben Stone in episode 44 of Vegas Revealed. They will return, and they are going to be in the show as well. It's at the Palazzo Theater, and it starts on Friday, November 26th. And as you mentioned, we did talk to Jasmine Trias and Ben Stone, who are once again going to be a part of this show, but there is an expanded cast for the performance this year. Right. Some additional American Idol stars and Broadway performers. I noticed Ace Young is on the list and his wife. Diana DeGarmo, who's another American Idol alum. They're terrific together. They really are. I saw Ace in Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat at the Smith Center, and I think Diana was in it too, and they did a great job. Also, Eric Jordan Young will be in the show, and he lives here in Las Vegas. Great Broadway star and director, always super talented. So again, this show, This Is Christmas, is going to be staged just in time for the holidays and then runs through the holiday season. Ah, Should be good. Live band and everything. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. This is going to be something that if you visit Las Vegas, you'll want to know about. People love their sugar factory. They do. (laughs) And we are opening a new one. Well, we aren't. Sean and I aren't. (laughs) But uh, they're opening a new one on the Las Vegas Strip. And it's like a two-story sugar factory. And it's opening this weekend. And I say this weekend of Labor Day. Yeah, uh, 50 Cent is going to be there to kick off uh, the big grand opening celebration that's really going to continue well into uh, September, the grand opening celebration is. But Fiddy's going to be there to debut uh, a goblet that he has designed with oh. a whole bunch of Oh, a whole bunch of stuff in there. Stuff and <laughs> candies and 
share this one with your friends. I know. Sean and I got hired to cover the pink carpets. There's a slew of different event nights where they have different celebrity appearances. So we're going to be covering that. So look for our videos. We'll have all that. But yeah, uh, 50 making an appearance. Fitty. Is it Fitty or 50? It's Fitty Sin. Fitty, I know. I mean, he must have one of the most popular, like, songs out there because everyone uses it on their birthday. They do. <laughs> Hey, shorty. It's it's your your birthday. birthday. (laughs) And he's always actually a pleasure to interview. Really nice guy. He is. And what a businessman he is. I mean, he, vitamin water, just like (laughs) launched him into the next level of, you know, business at Mm -hmm. the top of the game. Plus, he's an actor. He's got movie projects coming out. So there's going to be a lot to talk with him about. And you'll hear that uh, in the coming weeks here on Vegas Revealed. So the new location, if you've ever been to Las Vegas, oh, the dog's rubbing my leg. Hi, Sawyer. Sorry, at-home podcast break. Um, If you've ever been to Twin Peaks on the Strip, this is what is taking over that spot. So it's right at the corner of Harmon and Las Vegas Boulevard. Very busy area. I think this location is going to do really well. Yeah, directly across the street from the Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is very busy intersection, and that's a, a busy spot that's going to draw lots of people in for their sugar fix. And I think you and I are going to, for the first time, experience the Planet Hollywood Miracle Mile Shops parking garage since it's been paid so it used to be free now you have to pay so i think we're going to need to park there to do this shoot and so we will have our parking experience on later podcasts hopefully it'll be better than the cosmopolitan experience (laughs) from last week hopefully i was going to say we could park at the cosmopolitan and walk across the street but heck no you learned your lesson (laughs) no going back I know. I'll be back to the Cosmopolitan. I just won't park there. And another quick note, uh, the Chippendales are back on stage at their theater over at the Rio as of Labor Day weekend. So the Chips, they're back, a Vegas fixture. Glad to see their show returned. There's always so many shows opening and announcements of openings. Just stay with our social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. TikTok. Oh, yeah. I think that's a wrap on episode 84. That is a wrap. Once again, you can see uh, all the show information for Sarah Hester Ross down in our show notes. That's where you will also uh, find a link to contribute to Vegas Revealed if you'd like. And also links galore, also a link to our merchandise shop uh, that's got us a whole bunch of fun stuff. I know. We have everything there in those show notes. So check them out. We love that you join us. We love all the emails and messages that we get that say that you listen and you enjoy the podcast and you look forward to our information we it makes us feel good knowing that you know we think we're doing a pretty good job and that you think so too yeah drop us a line uh we love to hear from you and we do our best to get back as soon as possible we hope you have a great week and until next time prepare for takeoff on behalf of the flight crew thank you for flying with us and have a pleasant day